Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's True Detective After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's True Detective After Show. Just for me Angel. No, no, no! I'm gonna sing it. Don't do it, please. Welcome to the True Detective After Buzz After Show, episode seven. Seven. After seven. you're gone. After you're gone. That was the uh, the lovely, lovely Juice Newton singing a beautiful. Uh, I'll call it a torch song. Is that what you're gonna <laughs> call it in the morning? Well, that's that, that's what it's that's what the genre's called. I got you. I'm right. you're going. You're, you're, you're there. I got it. But it's a torch song, and it, it, it's a torch song because uh, you know it's it's one of those sort of like. Songs that you 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 uh, sing about a love that was that you, that's gone or you missed or uh, something that you someone you've been you with. You hold a torch for. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. That's what I'm trying to You're say. You're carrying a torch. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. She says it's so just uh, just getting no. Me. You get were just right you were it. doing this. I'm not sure what was happening, no, but no. it was making me decidedly uncomfortable. Welcome to the After Buzz uh, True Detective After Show. Uh, I'm joined here as always by the lovely Joe Sanfilippo. It is so nice to be here with you guys. Oh, that was coming and, to me. No, but in the, in the even lovelier That's Julia Kearley. Oh well, thank you. Hi, hi, everybody. And uh, he is the effervescent <laughs> Joseph Braswell. Yes, I'm effervescing all over the place. <laughs> huh? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we're not joined by Nando Velasquez, who who is out again on assignment, and he will be back very shortly. We miss you, Nando. Uh, we miss you, Nando. So, uh, True Detective, after you're gone, um, let's get right into this bad boy because there's a lot, a lot to discuss, as usual. I mean, mm-hmm. is there? I mean, is there just one we can just breeze through? I don't think so. There's always a these episodes. There's never are enough time to discuss so, this show. So so dense. Um, well, let's talk about the title first. After you've gone is. Um, it's actually speaking of torch song. It's a, it's, a, it's a very famous torch song. I mean, like it's you know it's years and years old. It's probably had about I don't know sixty different versions of this song that's been done. And um, uh, Nick Pizzolatto mentioned that he you know wanted to call it this and wanted to sort of uh, you know reference this sort of torch song because it's this whole thing about you know you longing for this like holding a torch for someone. Oh, it's Nando. Sorry. Oh. Nando's calling right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> holding a torch for someone that um, that you've lost, and that very much applies to both Rust and Cole, because we've seen that they've, you know, look, these are two guys who had a you know uneasy partnership and friendship back in 95. It lasted all the way to 2002, and they haven't seen each other for 10 years, and now they're together, and you can see that they kind of like, you know, they, they miss each other, they need each other, there's a lot going on there in that relationship. 
Well, it seems like a couple guys that that you know when when you see when they get that, that there's that great scene in, in the uh, in in the uh, the heart investigative services uh, suites there when they're talking about like what have you been up to and it was it, they mirror each other mm-hmm. like uh, nothing. Right. Like nothing really good. Go well, home. you remember uh, in the last episode, uh, uh, um, Cole says to Heart Buddy, "Without me, you don't exist." Yeah. And when they parted ways, they sort of ceased to exist. Yeah, yeah. both of them. Nothing happened in their lives. Point. Yeah. They- and now that they're back together, now it's like buddy cops. Like this is the best they've ever been. They really realize that they need each other. The band is back together. As, yeah. As Nick Pizzolatto said again. You know. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. He said this is we wanted to get the band back together. Now the band's back together, and we're out. And they're better than ever. They're better than ever. <laughs> Got a little more, a little more weight on. Uh, on 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 um on uh, on Mr. Uh, on Marty on Marty that is, that is a round tummy he's sporting. <laughs> Marty sporting a round tummy but uh <laughs> you know he's 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 still great I uh yeah this is and I love the fact that they this this whole theme of these torch song because when we open we open in the bar and the jukebox the beautiful jukey and you see our girl Juice Newton and they play Angel in the Morning and it's like the two guys sitting there uh, catching up uh, but in an uneasy catch up because you see um you know. Um, Matt, I'm sorry. Uh, Rust. Rust. No, Rust is very, you know, is very much trying to seduce. He's got to, yeah. He's trying to get his old partner back, but uh, he's not having it. No, Marty wants nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with it whatsoever. In fact, he even says, like, you know, if you were drowning. I'd throw you a barbell. barbell. I'd throw you a fucking barbell. Why should I ever help you? Yeah, so, I mean. Uh, but I love the way, like, this is sort of speaks to, like, the sort of the overall theme of the series with these two men is that they have, they've always had this unspoken bond. I don't know if it's a, you know, if it's a male thing. It's this thing of, like, we're not even sure we like each other. We're not even sure, you know, if we, we may hate each other's guts, but we have absolute respect for each other's abilities. And, and not just, and it's not just so much of, of Marty having respect for Cole, but I think Cole in some ways has respect for Marty instead of contempt. Well, you know, it, it, there, there's so much that goes on. Uh, you know, I, I've never been in the position where I've had something like this happen, obviously. I mean, this, oh, I really? Imagine. You haven't had I'm, I'm just a saying, quintuple be, homicide. Believe to it or not. <laughs> believe it or not. I've never been a part of something like this. Right. But, but it, it's, it's really interesting the way that they, that they talk about it. Like, we have a debt. Right. We are not done. Yes. The hero's quest is not over. We have to go back to work, and and that that's the whole that's the whole pitch that Marty's got. Uh, that I'm sorry, that Rust has got to Marty. Like yeah. this is not over. You have a debt, and he goes, "What the fuck does that mean?" Right. And he says, "This isn't over." Now, maybe right. if you hadn't clipped Ledoux in '95, yeah. you know, we we we'd have, we'd have gotten to the bottom of this in '95. But right. we started this. We are finishing this. Right. Talk about holding a torch, not just for each other, but for Ooh. this case. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Torch, torch, torch for the case. Yes, and, and it, it's so true. And I love I love how that is. It's you know. I like, you know, um, you know, Marty gives about 9,000 reasons as to why he should not have anything to do with Russ to his face. Dude, you're the, I don't even know if you, if you know what you're talking about. Look at you. You look like maybe you made this thing up. What are you doing? You might, you might be the killer yourself. And he gives all these sort of reasons to himself. And then Russ just says, there's one reason. We have a debt. We have a debt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, shit. <laughs> as always which again we see over and over and over again with these guys where you know Marty whether it's you know him you know at, at the bar when he's cheating on his wife he's like god why did I cut that you know and Russell be like because you blah 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 and Marty be like shit oh yeah you're cut right. to the heart of it <laughs> oh, yeah. 
You're right. So, um, but you got to be a certain type of person, and they both are. You got to be the, the certain a certain type of person for you to take that as a debt. And obviously, the sheriff, uh, you know, he didn't uh, sheriff Chilton. Is that yes. what you said? He doesn't. He doesn't take things that way. Well, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get, he, we'll get he's there. a good old boy. He wants to have a good time, and that's it. And they, and, well, that's the way the river flows, and that's the way I'm going to go. I mean, I, well, I, I'll take it one step further than that. He's involved. So, like, <laughs> you, you think he's involved? Or oh. You think he's just covering up? No, he's in, well, okay, well, it's, it's both. I think it's, I think it's more of a cover up. My point is, even if he's covering up, he's involved. So it's not like, I'll just let the river flow. It's like, I was involved in this, well, so I'm covering this up, so therefore I don't want to talk about well, it. Well, so I mean, he has, he has no debt. When we get there, I do, you know, one thing is worth considering, you know, it's, it's, it's a possible future that Marty could have had. You know what I mean? Sure. Like this, Marty could have been Chilton. Yeah. Childress, Childress? Childress. 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 Marty Childress. could have been Childress. He could have, it could have wound up being a boss, could have been in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Could have Driving taken, a Maserati. Right? Could have Driving taken a Maserati that, he got. That I pinched off somebody for a quarter ounce of weed. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know? But I mean, yeah, that, that's, don't, that's, don't have a quarter, don't have a quarter ounce of weed in that not, county. Not, not, <laughs> uh, not in that county. No way. No chance. But that's the, uh, it, I think it was like, it, I think that's a, serves that dual purpose. It could have been Marty's future. And, sure. and, and, but if he was a different kind of guy, but you know, you, you say to him, we have this debt and he, he, he kind of, he got a little, he, enough involved to follow him to the, to the, the storage shed. Right. Well, let's get back, so let's get back to that. So, you know, we, we have that, that sort of, you know, these guys reacquainting themselves with each other. Uh, really, at this point, it's not about, it's just really about the case. It's like, it's really a lot of, and, and it's a lot of great, and some great exposition there in terms of explaining, you know, um, what, Rust has been doing all these years, you know. Like, no, it's a great device. Yeah, it's a great device to be able to say, okay, let's fill in some gaps here. Like, why? Why do you look like that? Whatever happened to you? Like, are you? Have you been around this town? He's like, and what? Where, where's he been? Where, Alaska. Alaska. Eight years in Alaska. He looks like he's been eight years. Yes, he does. How a fishing boat in Alaska? <laughs> how, how did Marty put? He says time has. No, he says you look good. Uh, Russ tells Marty you look good, and Marty says, yeah, time has has his way with all of us. Yes. Say you must have pissed him off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of good, a lot of good lines. Another, another great line in that exchange is uh, Russ describing his uh, very calmly describing himself. Spent the last uh, eight years functional but hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. That, that sounds like every uh, Vegas trip I've ever mm. been on. <laughs> Minus the functional. Yeah. Thank God they got, thank God they got, they got people in that town to drag you yes, around and put yes. you at a table. So yeah, but that, that's, um, that is, uh, we, we really learn a lot about more, more, more so Russ in that moment before we get into what Marty's been up to per se. But we finally get to see, you know, what is in this goddamn storage locker, you know, and, uh, which, which was really, which is a moment for me. I was scared. I was as scared as Marty. When you know the, the suspense of getting to that locker, I mean, I knew there was you know it was as I knew it was going to be some crazy you know setup with the, the big board. I knew there'd be our, our famous we love a big board. I knew there'd be the big board in the in the storage big locker. homeland board. But in the the big homeland board, yeah, I need it. But in that moment when he's walking up and it's like it, they really played it up, man. Like the, the music, the lights, even him disappearing into the storage into the unit. I'm like, I'm like, turn on the light. <laughs> you know what? I got to say though that for exposition, I mean, because this this whole episode to me feels like. Like it's it's a to stop. We've got all this exciting stuff that's happened. All right, stop for a second. Now we're gonna catch everybody up because we've only got eight, eight right. episodes to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So here's what's going on for the next. All right, we're gonna orient everybody, and and you know you could do that in the most boring way possible, or you could have Marty come up with a pulled thirty eight and nervous, and the lights come up, and you built tension, and you got the tension of, of the whole scene. Like sell me, sell me, sell me. Bullshit, bullshit. It was so well done, and I love I love that line that, uh, that Russ has. Uh, so what are, what are you packing there? It was thirty eight. 
Hollow points? Yeah. Well, that'll do it. That'll, that'll do, do it. it. <laughs> but also, I like the fact that he did not turn around. Like, he knew that Russ was going to pull on him. I mean, that, that, that Marty was going to pull on him. Like, you know, cause, of course like, he would. Look, I would too. Like, yeah. fall in, cold, cold in that dark ass storage. Like, turn on the light. So he clicks on the light, and of course, it's the big board, and he just pops a beer back in there. You know, it's very, very cool. And especially since he doesn't know what he heard from those two cops for the last interrogation. Right. We, he doesn't know what he thinks of him right now. Right. And so in which we get, we, we again, we get into that with some more exposition about sort of why, because there's some more explaining to do, because even, even at that point, you know, you know, Marty's not on board. Like, he, he's less on board once he sees the big board. He goes in the storage locker with the big board and all the photos. He's like, oh, I'm really out. Dude. No, a guy yeah. looks nuts. Dude, you're crazy. <laughs> he's got the thing. And so he's explaining. You know, Ten years. This is right. what you've been doing? Yes. Ugh. He's got the maps. Well, two years. He's got the no. Two. Well, two years. Yeah, two, two years, years since he's been back. Yes. But I'll tell you what. I haven't, been, I haven't lived in uh, too many storage lockers. But two years in a storage locker. Like, it's a long time. Not that he lives there, but two years of, like, working out of a storage Oh, yeah. That's a long-ass time. (laughs) But for ten years, he hasn't let this go. It's just not the last two years. Yeah, I think you're right. Now he's just back in the thick of it where it all took place and and, and with momentum. Right. So what do you think? Do you think he went to Alaska and fished for as long as he could until he couldn't take it anymore, until it it, it built up in his mind, until he had to come back? Well, yeah. Well, he he, he said as much. Yeah. He he essentially said that, you you know, he left and he spent a lot of time trying to forget trying to maybe think that he's, you know, made this whole thing up or maybe he starts start to think that there's this conspiracy theory uh, that he knows is there, but he's trying to ignore it. Um, he drank a lot of it away. He did a lot to sort of get through this whole situation. To numb himself. To numb himself. And then he only came back with, this isn't right. I've got to go back and repay this debt. Um, you know, and, but, but I like the fact that, I, what, what I'm curious about is, is, is to, why did it take him two years to get to the point where he wanted to find... Uh, well, he, t- he he said that he only he only is talking to, to Marty because of the investigation. He wasn't right. going to bother him. Okay. Yeah. And, he and, needed him. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it's if it's a matter of he needed them or if it, it, now that it's as hot as it is, he's not going to be able to get any information. He's not going to be able to find anything without somebody on the That's inside. That's what I'm saying. He sure. needed him. He, yeah, yeah, he okay, has yeah. the access. We're saying the same thing. We're you're, saying, I, you're right. I am. You heard it here, folks. Yes. I'm right. <laughs> so in the storage locker, they they have an exchange and they do. You know, they look through the stuff, and he's still not buying it well, they, until... They, go ahead. Well, they talk about Wellspring, and you, we get a little more on Wellspring. We get the 14 schools, that, and we get that they're within a 10-mile radius. All these kids mm-hmm. have gone yep. uh, gone missing. Two times as many uh, missing down by the bayou, which I wonder if that's a real stat or not. I wonder if that's something... That sounded l- real to me. Yeah, so someone, your, someone should do an investigation well, a, on that. You're a, you know, you're a West Study. Coast bastard. Do you want it to be real? I guess maybe that's the truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then you get the 1988 child molestation accusation, Shepherd's Flock, Lie mm-hmm. to the Way, and then we land on Toby Boulair, or or Johnny jo- Johnny Joni. Johnny Joni. Johnny Joni. What a great to- character. Oh was. yeah, I yes. I loved I, you Johnny, know, I, great name Johnny Joni. Uh, you know, great, great everything. Like, well, you know, th- this show's really good at these sort of like guest star spots. As as, as our good friend Rob uh, Beitzel had a great you know, one. Um, Robert Beitzel did, and um, yeah, they, they're they're really good at these sort of like these little moments here. And, yeah, and, and Johnny Joni. Johnny Johnny? Johnny 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 was was great. It sounds like a yeah. That sounds like a I don't know like a David Bowie song or something. <laughs> <laughs> like an Elvis Costello song. <laughs> Johnny Johnny. Yes. I don't know. 
but it, it's great. So there, so there, there's that story. I do like that they're still using these flashbacks as devices too. Is not you know not not too heavy handed with them, but you got you got to fill in some of the blanks and, here. Yeah. And you get the progression, which I also enjoyed because you you saw uh, we we got to see Rust interviewing Johnny Joni a couple years ago. Yes. And Rust didn't look nearly as jacked up as he no. looks now. He had the oh. hair. He had the hair, but that was it. Yeah. Otherwise, he still looked Matthew McConaughey. He still looked right. like all right, all right, all right. He looked yes. good, you know. Right. But. He did. Yes, he did. And and then you see these last two years, whatever he's gotten into these last two years has just worn yeah, on him. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, it's a photo. He's a man obsessed. Well, the, 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 Johnny the unifying jo- factor here seems to be uh, our, our real, our real, because we thought, like, here's the thing, we thought all this time that we, we talked about the monster, we talked about what this Yellow King, you know, may be, or this monster, we always thought it was Reginald Dew. Right, I mean, sort of leading up to this thing, we I, we we saw him in the tidy whities and the gas mask, and we thought, "Here's the monster." Like that's kind of what we thought, but we know now that, that he's not the monster. The monster is the man with the scars, right? Well, we talk, you know, you know Johnny Joni talks about asleep, but not asleep. So you get the idea he's drugged. Well, maybe he's talking about his experiences in in school, right? Right. So he's go on. I'm sorry. And well, and he said he, he was he was he, his eyes were closed, but he but he couldn't move. But he was awake. He was, he, what do you say? He was looking at the inside of his eyelids, mm-hmm. and um, and he's talking about the men. They were taking pictures and doing other things, and they had animal faces. So he he, he thought it was a dream. And then the scarred up face was so bad. He just assumed that was a dream too. And then Marie Fontenelle, she she's the only other one that uh, that 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 he thought God. was uh, knew. Everybody else that you know they didn't know about it. Yeah. Terrible stuff, man. Well, well, terrible oh, stuff. Unsettling. I mean, and, and speaking of which, I mean, this is kind of the the thing that really sort of pushes Marty over the edge and realizes that beyond the fact that he, there's a debt to be paid and and, and, and what, what needs to happen is that uh, unfortunately he pops out the tape, the VHS tape, which mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't know. I had the most overwhelming sense of dread yes. for the for what was that? Maybe like a minute, a minute right. and a half of of Marty putting the tape in and Marty making the decision to turn it on and the little clips that we got to see and yeah. then pull back from it and you see his reaction. Man, I mean, I had I had I had a bad feeling of what was on that tape. I mean, the, you know, this is we talked about this before. This is kind of this is now as a device, and, and 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 you know, and Nick Pizzolatto says it. It says as much. Like this is a device they use. He says he doesn't want to really get into. You know, this isn't a show. He hates gore. He hates. He's the, he doesn't want to get into a show about like you know what really actually happened. So we have a lot of reaction. And I talked about last week about what are the you know this is what's driving these guys mad. They've seen some shit. Whatever he saw in the you know in the container. Whatever he whatever they see something. He sees in the microwave. You know, sees in the microwave. You know, which we get glimpses of, but it was just so well shot because it's as as a. You know, as, as any any horror genre person knows, it's way much more scary to see someone's reaction or to let your mind imagine. And to let, yeah, it's what you see in yeah. your mind. Is it's a hundred times more horrifying. It's always going to be worse you know, than what's actually. There. That's how the Greeks did it. You never they weren't allowed. They would never show anything on stage. The Greeks in, in, in ancient theater, they would never show anything on stage. They'd come off stage. They go off stage, kill somebody, and then have that person come out on stage with reaction to what had happened. Wow. And that that they they, they yes. felt that that evoked more from the audience. And, it, and I think it, it does works. here. Yeah. And uh, you know, ah. That that was I mean really what was in that video was you know guys in costumes holding a little kid's hands and then eventually holding a little kid's ankles that was it and that was enough to destroy us yeah was I mean it was a sacrifice that was not you know good and you know Kerry Fukunaga talk about shooting he's talking about how how he shot that scene I mean I'm just just breaking through a little bit on here Um, and he's talking about how you know it was he did it really quickly but he shot just just a small room where they shot it so really just him in an old school beta cam. And, uh, you know, he just went in there and got it and got it quick. And then that was it. I mean, he, you know, obviously they only shot what they showed, I'm assuming. Uh, but, you know, 
man, uh, Woody Harrelson, what a great, fantastic oh, acting yeah. job there with that reaction. Because, like you said, I have the same dread when McConaughey rolls up and, and drops the drops the flask. I'm like, oh, oh no. no, not the flask. <laughs> Like, what? Not the flask. There was a lot of drinking going on in this episode. Yeah. Well, Every scene, there's swigging beers and swigging off flasks and Jameson. And, and drinking. Every and, single and, scene, I'm sorry, not drinking. And smoking the whole time. Like, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of, a uh, lot of doing damage to ourselves. Um, well, one thing I, I think we've, we've skipped a little bit is, is talking about Erath and this rural sense of Mardi Gras. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and Saturnalia and, and this idea of a winter festival with the antlers and the masks. And how, and how the deeper down they get to the, in the, in the bayou, the, the more, they have a weird a rural sense, kind of, a rural a sense rural of Mardi sense Gras, of Mardi right? Gras. And what they call Corrier de Mardi Gras? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, the, the, you know, if you if you look it up on Wikipedia, it's it you know, or or anything else, it's really a trip. Even the pictures that they're putting up that are kind of designed to be benign are creepy as hell. Yeah. You know, I you know, and the idea is that it, it sounds like the idea is that there's like a captain and he's in charge of the revelers. And the idea is it comes from this French this French uh, tradition of going and begging. Uh, toward the end of the winter, because uh, the nobles had the money and the peasants didn't have any money, and so towards the end of the winter they'd run out of food and they they go as a group and beg at the nobles' houses, and then uh, they'd put on a show. They'd right. kind of do a little song and dance, maybe sure. they'll mess around. And then they throw beads, right? And they, they flash their boobs, and they flash their boobs, and yeah. then they drink a lot on <laughs> Bourbon Street. That's that's that's, that's, that's my Mardi Gras. Oh wait, that's a different Mardi Gras. Oh, okay. so, oh. so I guess in the old French, the old French version, they'd go and beg, and then the nobles, if they did a good enough performance, would deign to throw them some food, um, an old potato or something. It's in the song. So, um, but there was captains, and the captains were kind of like the, the 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 wealthier families among the, the the peasantry, or the wealthier families in a given area when they moved down to the south. It sounded like so maybe the Tuttles would be kind of in charge of something like this, and they had uh, the captains had whips, they had burlap whips, and the idea was you make sure the people don't get too out of line, but you want them to get out of line. That's part of the idea behind it. Jesus. And so you 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 chase a chicken through the mud, and you you ride on the horses. And I have no experience with it, but this is what I've read. It sounds like th- this is kind of like where this maybe the idea of these guys in, in masks, yeah, with with a tuttle at the head, kind of comes from. And right. you know, we, we get we get that little taste at the end when the uh, the when when uh, Scarface on the on the. Uh, on the uh, uh, what you call them, lawnmowers says my 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 family's been here a long time. Yes. Long time. so they've been doing this stuff a long time. Yeah, I mean, and this is this is a tradition there. So, so we 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 get. Thank you for that. We know. So we, now we know. You know, and all all the pieces are starting. You know, starting to really make sense. And really, I mean, at this point, you know, Cole. And again, great job with the exposition there because within the first fifteen minutes of this episode, we've got all the history. We 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 able up. to get. Completely caught up in the investigation of the last two years, uh, as it leads back to 2002 and then way back to 1995, and then we can just get on with it. We can get on with the new, the new version. Yeah, you know, Rust, Rust and Cole 2.0. I mean, Rust and Cole, Marty and Cole 2.0, uh, going out and doing some more stuff, which is which is fantastic. I just love the idea of breaking into all of Reverend Billy Lee Tuttle's houses, yeah. all of them. I just love. I just love the idea of the good Reverend of uh, of the Neon Cross. I love that he has four properties at yes. least to be brought. I am so. I, I love yeah. it. I that, was some, that was some good cat burglar shit too. Yeah, it was. Justin Black right? jumping over walls, he cracking safes. You know, and he and he said he's. You know, he, he, I was aware that I might have lost my mind. You yes. Know? Yeah. Because because yeah, because <laughs> Marty That's was a like, great line. He was like, "Now you broke into you broke into the man." He's like, "Well, I was. Oh, trust me. I knew. I think I'm. I was mind. aware. I'm aware. This is crazy. You know. Um. But yeah. So. But when that's you know that's what happens. That's how we found the tape. Yeah. Right. So and and those pictures, and pictures which were unpleasant, which again we weren't we weren't able to see what's in the pictures as well. So moving on, so we do find out what happened, and you know once once they decide they're going to work together and get this thing cracking again, 
Um, we do we do see them go into the Heart Detective Agency or the Heart Heart Recovery. Is that what it's called? Heart, heart Investigative Solutions. Heart Investigative Solutions, um, and and get to work and look like you know they have, you know it's it's kind of a cool moment I think because they have no. Not all the same resources, and you know, even even Hart says like I don't subscribe to all the services, I don't do this, but you know, they they have the resources, so they're going to actually get down dirty and do some detective work. And I just had this real cool, re, kind of a reset sense of like, wow, these, they, here's where we get into some real true detective work. And I'm like, here we are. So you know, so it's really kind of cool as to what we saw them do in '95, what we saw them do in 2002, or two, you know, and then compared to like how they're going to do this now. These guys are seasoned. They've worked together before. They've been through everything they're 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 almost in this sense probably as as well prepared for this moment as they've ever will be in their entire lives and they don't have the restraints and red tape of being within the within their bureau no being in cid is that what they're in yes but they also don't have the protection of that and i think that's you know that that was interesting when when uh when uh when marty went to go see maggie and you know he's basically you know saying goodbye you know, well, is he? I mean, this is. I mean, I mean, how, how did you? Well, hold on. How did you read that, Julia? Um, I, that's a well, question I have here. Was yeah, he I have a question that? about that too. Um, I think with with um, with Cole coming back into his life and them sort of. I'm not saying that they're they're ma- they've made up, but there's an understanding between them. Now, I think it's a good time for him. He feels it's a good time to revisit Maggie. Right. Uh, catch up with the children, which I'm surprised that he's not as involved with his children's lives, being right. such an advocate for children and, sure. and, and that was so a bummer, his wasn't family. It? I really thought he would be more involved. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but maybe she took them away. Maybe maybe that was her doing. Yeah. She's got a fancy schmancy new house. I don't know. She she married up. Yeah. That's well, and, for sure. And, and uh, she's, you know, she's definitely sort of dressing different. And, yeah. And, and she's a different woman. Different woman entirely. And, and there seems to be hints that not only does uh, maybe you know Marty not see the kids at all, if, if 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 at all. But the kids are maybe having some problems as well. Well, well, yeah, Avery and, uh, seems to be having. Avery's on meds, but he uh, apparently Audrey. Has, Audrey. I'm sorry, uh, he has no relationship with Audrey at all. He's going to buy a painting of hers if he can afford if he can it. Afford it. Mm-hmm. And and there's no like, hey, I'm going to call her. It's I'm going to buy a painting. That's that's going to be my contribution. Yeah. You know that that'll be my involvement. Well, if you so remember, whatever happened, Maggie came from a pretty highbrow background as well. Sure. So I think she's just reassimilated into that life, the life that she was raised with, the life that she is comfortable with. She kind of slummed it with him for a long time. That didn't work mm-hmm. out. So I'm sure her family pulled her back in. Right. Yeah, that was a that was a very very poignant scene for a few reasons because you have that moment like they haven't seen each other in two years and they're very cordial to each other. A lot ha- clearly has gone down, um, and there's that moment when um, he said he was working with Rust. You know, they, and how the, how the how the officers asked him about what was going on with Rust. And there's that just that weird that he didn't want to ask, but he had to ask. You know, have you have you seen him? Have yeah, you, have you that was painful. To, yeah, have you, have you talked to him? Rust. And she says, "Not sense." And uh, you know, just not, just, sense. not sense. No, we're not going to say sense. What? Just yeah, not, well, sense. not sense. We, we know. We and know, I, 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 you know, <laughs> and she's got the coffee in her hand, and she's so she's so put together. Uh, yeah, it was very well done. I enjoyed it's that. Very well done. So then she asked the question, which is the question I'm asking you guys. Uh, you don't come around in two years. You know what's going on here? Like, let, let me ask you guys a question about this. Did did she seem somewhat, maybe a teeny bit disappointed that they're friends again? Like like it like like her little thing didn't mean enough to keep them permanently. Oh, I didn't read that at all. Is I that something that. I read into it? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. What do you think, know. Jules? I'm thinking about that. I didn't really cross my mind, but um, I I don't I'm not saying it was like a huge thing. I think thing, there was but disappointment, I felt like it was but I think there was a little worry. 
what I yeah. what I read in this situation is especially when she goes to another fantastic scene when she goes to see Russ at the bar, which is just another Ugh. great sort of heart wrenching exchange because she keeps asking him questions and he never answers. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll say like, you know, how are you? Have you whatever have you been? He's like. You know, he'll, he'll answer it like, looks like you've done doing well for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. he'll ask a question with a statement, but never really directly addressing her. He kept his distance emotionally and even in the conversation, you know. She ruined him. Yeah, and then she said, you know, get out of here, you're classing up the joint. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what I got in that moment, oh, when, when, he, when she asked him, you know, look, uh, you know, you just make sure, please assure me that you're just not gonna, it's not going to hurt him. It's not going to hurt Marty. Can't do that. Can't do that. You know? Well, you know, <laughs> I, I think uh, it's... Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's interesting. Is you know, it seems like we're trained by TV a little bit to have certain things we accept, and and I, I think that this, this episode is kind of you know is setting us up in that regard. Like you know, we've got we, we see both the guys when they're when they're over there at Heart Investigation, and they're they're having their discussion about it, about you know what have you been up to. They're both basically going you know wake up, go to work, go home, drink, watch TV, go to sleep. Right. That's what they're doing. And I've seen, you know, Marty says he's seen a couple of girls and nothing serious and, you know, he's doing his work, but that's it. They're not, he's, I don't, I don't go out late, I go home. And, and, and it sounds like they're both living mirror images. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a heart looks like he's doing better than, than, uh, than Russ does, but there's, they're not doing anything. And when this case comes along, they don't have any family. They don't have any relationships that matter, you know, and so, and they're getting, it seems to me like they're getting ready to die. Right. Almost like there's gearing up to do whatever needs to be done, and if it's a suicide run at the hill, we're going to do it. And and I think it's it's odd to to be uh, to kind of be uh, paid enough attention to this show to feel like okay, I'm being told that this is what might happen, and I'm okay with it. And it's just right. interesting. I think that might be where we're getting set up to go. I think so. I mean, I I agree. I I, I do I did like that. What I've got once once I had the the Maggie and Marty exchange, and then the the Maggie and Russ exchange, and then of course. Seeing Rust and Cole, I mean, sorry, I keep saying Rust and Cole. Seeing Marty and Cole back together again, doing their thing, um, I get the sense that like these are three people who, despite all they've been through, not only respect one another but really care about each one another. I mean, they have a bond. All three of them have a bond in in in, in a way that they can't really, you know. I mean, obviously, Rust, Rust and Hart have a bond through what they, through working together and in this case and seeing what they've seen the and been through. Done. Obviously, you know, M- Maggie and Maggie and uh, Hart were married and they have a bond and share children. And clearly, you know, whether they like it or not, Rust and Maggie have a bond because what occurred w- between them through all their sort of like, you know, sexual tension and frustration, what occurred through, you know, through them is what sort of ruined all three of these people in a certain extent. And they're also all bound together by secrets, by yes. secrecy. And they're I- all lying. Right at some point, and I like how I like how the other question that 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 Marty a- asked was, you know, did you tell did you tell the cops? You know, that what happened? Right. It, I know. think that's the the basis of that visit. I think yeah. that was the driving force in that visit. Yeah. But I think there was a little battle with the uh, with head and heart in that one. Sure. It it, it almost feels Arthurian, Ar- Arthurian, Arthurian, whatever sure. the term. You know, like King Arthur and Guinevere and, and Lancelot. You know, you had that that yeah. love triangle and and. And, you know, basically they both have to check in with her at the end to get Excalibur back to go fight, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it feels that oh, that's way. Great. That's great. I it, love that. It feels like, you know, they both have to check in with the same girl or, you yeah. know, and, and, and now they're going to go out and have that last, you know, the ride off and, and yeah. you know. And it, that's that's oh, the vibe man, I get. I love that, Joe Sanfilippo. That's the best thing you've said in 10 years. You're welcome. <laughs> 
I love ten. That's very strong. It's <laughs> strong. No, I do. That's a I solid do love, decade. But I do. Wow. I do I'm love talking King- out my ass for ten years. <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, I do love the King Arthur reference because that you know you have these old these these old knights, if you will, who were you know in battle, best friends together. They you know are split apart by by the same woman who they both loved, and now years and years later they're back together to do the same quest. But there is that mutual sort of respect and love. There. It's interesting, isn't it? Smart. Yeah, it's really smart. Oh, You're a smart guy, yeah. Cliff. Every ten years, <laughs> the best. That's wait, the best thing. wait, twenty 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 four. I'm gonna drop another one. It's gonna oh blow my God, your I mind. Can't wait. It's I gonna can't be wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we, so let's get back to this investigation. So we jump back and they actually start going on. And, um, hey, what do you, what do you call a, uh, um, a black guy who talks an open mic about your detective? Oh, oh, you call him a pilot. A host, you <laughs> racist. <laughs> host, you racist. <laughs> that was, uh, no, that was, <laughs> no, that was great. So yeah, and I love, uh, it was some good old fashioned sort of like once they establish what they have to do and they have to go out and beat the, beat the pavement and do some work here. Um, again, one thing that, you know, Nick Pizzolatto pointed out is that, you know, now we sort of see, you know, we, back in the old days, it was Hart who actually go, went out and was, you know, pounding the pavement and getting the work done. And, and Hart was actually uh, back, at, you know, typing shit up and back the thing and da da da. And now we see Marty's out there. Marty's out there, like hitting the, you know, do, you, being, doing the work, mm-hmm. you know. And, and let's be real, that was some deep work, man. I mean, all says, boxes. At, yeah, before 05, well, that's going to be over in the boxes. Yeah. Over in the archive. Like, uh, Open that door. That was ugly. That was ugly. But he's actually doing the work. But also, but to, but to get to the op- opportunity to do the work, he's got to go schmooze and tell, you know, black black pilot jokes. And he's got to, you know. He's a people person. Pulls out bottles of 12-year-old, <laughs> you know, 12-year-old scotch. If and, you're a single malt guy, yeah. you do have a vulnerability. Yeah. Because people can give you a bottle of single malt and get an awful lot out of you. That's a, that's a, trust me. I'm one of those guys. That so, is yes, the truth. It's very true. <laughs> you can. So that was cool, and then um, so he's got some information there, uh, and they they get to work. And um, one of the things that they do, you know, before we get to the visit to um, back to the projects, which is which was very interesting. But uh, I, what I do want to talk about Sheriff, good old Sheriff Childress, and that that initial exchange, like sort of him going out to the golf course, and yeah, I do I do agree. Was that is that use of the sort of the life that he could have had? That yeah, have absolutely. Had? That was that was I really saw saw that moment where you know he's out there in the golf course and you know doing the George Bush watch just drive and like you know doing that whole move. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what girl? I don't know. We will hunt him down everywhere. <laughs> now watch just drive. Oh, yeah, he, that was beautiful. He, he pulled that move, and so I don't know. But yeah, that was uh, he, he did some good detective work there as well. No, he did, and 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 uh, you know you really get that soft touch from him. Yeah. And and uh, and Childress, you know, he, he's he's no slouch either. He's in that Maserati, and he says, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm happy to help out in any way I can. Have him give me a call. Yeah. Have him give me a call. But send him over. I'll take care of him. Yeah. Which we should we should go he back. He thinks he doth protest too much. Ooh. Oh yes. Ooh, we brought it back. Yes, I. We should go before that when it was you know, you know Hart is doing this doing this ground this groundwork, but he's also kind of reluctant. You know, it's like how am I supposed how am I supposed to do that? And he's like, he's a sheriff. I, how am I supposed to you know? He won't talk, and Cole <laughs> says, "I've got a pair of jumper cables." And battery says different. Yes, I love that line. I got, I got a, a car battery and jumper cables that argue different. Oh, so, I love it. Uh, and so obviously he has that conversation with him, and all of his all, all of his spidey senses go off. He drives off in a Maserati, and he's very pissed. Yeah, he's pissed. That he's been lied to his face. Get your jumper like, cables yeah. ready. Oh, we might need that jumper cables. Fucking lying. He's lying, which is also fantastic. So I love this. I love this heart and this this new heart and Cole. You know. They're a great team. Yeah. Hard they and cold. No, 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 sorry. Oh. Terrible. I have to apologize really for that one. really bad. Ten years, huh? Ten years. Ten I told you, you got to wait. It's going to be a while. 
So, Julia, so continuing on, um, the next part of the, the next thing they do is they, they um, go down and they visit. Go to the uh, projects. The projects and visit the... the, the, the um, she worked for the uh, she worked yeah, for the Tuttles. She, she uh, worked for Sam Tuttle, right? Yes. Sam Tuttle for eighteen, nineteen years, eighteen years, nineteen. And she years. had a lot of information, didn't Ooh, she? Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, she came out the dementia pretty hard, man. Yes. Oh yeah, very, very. I can't find the name of that actress on IMDb. Yeah. She, she was, was great. incredible. Man. Again, another another scene stealing performance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he writes these great scenes, like one scenes and for his, and these actors and actresses come in and just knock it out. Oh of the park yeah, every time that was that great was great showcase of these actors. So uh, and again, another scary, not not very reminiscent of the of the girl in the of the young girl in the uh, in the asylum in a moment where. Everything seems to be fine, and then something snaps. And well, it's, then... it starts with very pleasant memories, oh, pleasantries yeah. of of the kids yeah. running around everywhere, and she answers these questions so so right. matter of factly of all his uh, extramarital affairs and <laughs> how he pretty much would hit it and quit it. <laughs> yes, and it paints such an interesting picture, doesn't it? Like it, and and especially to, to use her as the device because it paints the picture from the from the uh, the uh, the help's point of view. And and you know he, here's Sam here's the big guy and he had all these kids and he never you know what yeah she, he never hit it again right you, once and once, I think that they were all virgins there. was that what we were alluding to that he had a, a penchant for virgins once and he once got him, that he he was over it he devirginized them then well, it was yeah. over hmm. and and kids 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 and and the idea that you could do that the idea that you could and, and maybe you still can I mean we don't know. But maybe there's parts of the country you can still do that in where you have no. basically, you know, you can have as much as you can afford. And, yeah. and oh, wow, that was something, wasn't it? All that was not great to hear. But, but when she, but when Hart, um, I'm sorry, when Cole busts out the, the taxman book and breaks out the, uh, the, the figures, things seem to change a lot, which was really Carcosa. 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 Uh, she flipped out. She, she did. She went into some, some, trance sort of yeah screaming this death is not the end rejoice carcosa death is not the end yeah. what yeah ah! so whatever was going on with the tuttles in the 18 years they definitely got there i mean you know i mean she i mean is this i mean i'm asking because i was a little confused i mean does this mean that she was just sort of indoctrinated in the tuttle ways is this something this is some some old bayou stuff she's known is this is this like i mean what what happened there uh maybe it's a little post-traumatic is it PTSD? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how, or, how, how did you I read that? Well, I, you know, I, again, I, you know, I, I always feel like I have a tendency on this on the, on this particular show with this with this with this area to feel almost. I don't. The condescending is not the right term, but it's so, it's so foreign to me that I go, well, that could be a thing, and I don't know. Maybe it could be a thing where like there are people that live there and have lived there for generations and and live there now, and this is a thing. And it sounds like when I looked up that that uh, that, that certain type of uh, Mardi Gras, right. you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Cour de Mardi Gras, that that's a real thing. And by the way, uh, it's tomorrow. Yes, yeah, so that Tuesday is tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Um, but that's uh, you know that's a real thing, and that's and that's it, it, it's so specific. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you, as you page through it, it is so specific, and it's so specific to an area. So I mean, yeah, maybe you know, it could be that that the idea would be that everyone in that area knew about this thing. But why is she? Why did she you know, go I'm off into that maybe, crazy? It was like terror. It was like I don't know what it was. It was sort of like uh, like she was a true believer. That's what it felt like. You know, like, when yeah. you're a servant uh, in a family like that in, in that area of the country at that time. For that long, you are completely immersed in all facets of that family. I can't, I can't help but to believe that she was drawn into it in some way, living this life with them. Right. That she saw these things going on. That she maybe helped 
set set it up or helped bring the people in or whatever yeah. she did, it was it was her lifestyle with right. them. Very true. I mean, I it, it, I don't know. I I I know what exactly happened. I still don't quite understand. I'm sure that some folks on on, on YouTube and iTunes will will help us out with that because uh, I you know I just I just was afraid. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but in that sense, so they got out and, uh, you know, the daughter was very much like she has dementia. It's not making much sense. And, and F you pay me. Yeah, F yeah. you pay me. But then, you know, Cole says, made a hell of a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And what, what does he say? You know, Russ, Russ says, uh, wouldn't it be awful? And, he says, and, and then Marty says, what? Well, no, death, I hope, yeah, I hope she's wrong. Yeah, I hope she's wrong. That's what it was. About what? Is it about death being the death end? Death not being the end. Death not being the end. You know, ah. uh, another, another line there because they've, these poor guys have seen some shit. Um, the other thing that um, uh, Russ said, you know, going back and when they when they had that, I want to just go back to the the sort of exchange when they when they were talking about where they've been in this whole time and sort of how how they've lived and what they're doing the day to day. And and Hart was like, "You've never asked me that before." And it's kind of like, "Well, I mean, shit, like we're we're boys. So let's let's talk about this stuff and how similar their lives was and just just that glimpse into especially specifically Hart's life." It just seemed sort of very sad from this guy who was rolling all that dick swagger back in, you know, 95 to 2002. Like, now he's just kind of like, you know, surfingmatch.com. With the hottest of hot little booty shots. And now... Uh, yeah, now he's like, you know... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, like clicking through match.com. Well, even a little something to be desired. Age, and it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird, sad, of, sad, sad state of affairs for him. Very lonely, obviously. Uh, and, you know, Cole, uh, clearly Cole's not doing much better in mm. his own way. You know, and uh, I don't know, man. It's like it's, it's just something about what this case has done to these two men, um, and what what these two, and and and, and what their lifestyles back then, and you know the the, 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 the triangle with Maggie has done with these, to these two men. And it feels like that solving mm-hmm. this, it, it goes beyond sort of like paying a debt. It just sort of feels like them finishing this and solving this case is their way out. Is their way out of this sort of mundane life that they've been living in this trap they've been put themselves into they put themselves in this in this sort of torturous purgatory since 2000 you know since 2002 well it's indicative of the story of the yellow king exactly and reading that play yes uh one of the things that uh that uh Russ did say is when he had, when he described you know why you know Hart's, Hart's like why why you know why do you want to do this and he says you know uh, my life has been a circle of violence and degradation and i just why did you come ready, back I ready to tie it off ready to tie it off and I don't know, does that, you know, that feels like, this kind of brings me to my last, to my, not my last question, but another question I have for you guys. It feels like these guys are both sort of heading towards the end, right? Yeah, that's what I've said. I agree with you. I mean, like the goodbye to Maggie, maybe. Uh, my life's been a circle. You know, I, I'm going to tie this thing off. I hope she's wrong about death not being the end. These are guys like that. Are, whatever, whatever they're going to find here, whatever they're, they're willing to do to close this case, it feels like it's beginning to feel well, like it might. They end have up. nothing left to lose. That's that's what I, that's what I was saying earlier. We've been trained. We've been trained watching TV enough and reading enough stories that we know that these guys have been set up to die. They're, they've got nothing left to live. This is the last thing they got to do. They got to get this done. And and we know that, that that what they're going up against is you know Tuttle Eddie's the state senator. You know Billy Lee's dead because Eddie probably killed him. Sure. You know and and so we 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 know that even if they win. They're probably going to lose, mm-hmm. you know. So there's no, there's no real, there's no real, uh, you know, there's no real hope that they're going to walk away from this. Right. This is this is pretty. It seems to me like it's pretty much a suicide mission. We're going to go up the hill and, ho- and hope for the best. You know, we're going up Hamburger Hill and hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get we'll get down, but we probably won't. So they want to get down. I, I I don't know if they care. I mean, I think you're right. I think it's it's been it's been such a thing for both of them. Everything has stopped. 
until this is done, I, I, I think you're right. I think it's kind of like become like a holdup for them. And I'll, I'll, you know, to go back to the Arthurian idea, uh, uh, you know, it's 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 their holy grail. Like once they get it, mm-hmm. you know, the, what's the, left? What's left? We're, we're you know, or, or maybe we can move on. But well, I think more than likely, it's all over. Like Thelma and Louise. Like Thelma and Louise <laughs> holding hands, driving <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> it's all Brad Pitt's fault. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, so no. So let, so, let, so now let's get back to uh, what I love the uh, when they decide to um, you know talk have that conversation with with uh, sheriff sheriff Childress on the boat, which was also very well. There's a very like sort of Italian Joe. You know about this some Sicilian Italian mafia uh, you know mood to that. Just the whole notion of how you guys you know you guys do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's this it. thing like when. He's talking to him like they're like they're, they're shitting, shooting the shit, drinking some beers, fishing. He's like, so about that thing, you know? About he's like, oh, that thing again? Yeah, about that thing. Let's talk about that thing. And so like you know, I thought that was over. Yeah, I want to know about the thing. He's like, well, I told you I'm gonna, I told you I'm gonna know about the thing. He's like, okay. all right, let's just not talk about it. Let's have ourselves a nice day, enjoy some fishing. All right, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm Wait, not gonna ask you about it again. But but he's gonna have some. That was some cool ass shit. That was straight out of Goodfellas meets yeah. Godfather. Meets everything. That really did. It did feel right, like Joe? it did feel straight gangster. Did it? So, so, so is that how you guys do it though? Is that tell me? Y- yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving's a bitch. Like yeah. it's like is, is the turkey ready? Oh, you can ask me if the turkey's ready. And then no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about the turkey, but this guy. Yes, that's how we do. All you, right. I like that that lull to us, like feeling like everything's fine and comfortable. I mean, why not just get him on the boat and do it immediately? Like, what I give him about, like, hey, well, what the hell fun well, is that? Yeah, to before get we sit down and have a, before we cast this lore, I got a couple questions. You know, for you know what it is? I think it's, it, <laughs> we're going to give you one last chance to not be an asshole. Exactly. We've given you one last chance. Just maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're, no, nope, you're an asshole. Okay, here yes, we go. Yes. Doing it the hard way. And they had to get him all the way out there. I don't know if you guys have ever been on the bayou before. I have not. Have you been? Yes. 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 And it is, um, it's quiet and it's isolating and it's eerie. I would imagine it's scary. And as it's all kind of out. like the coolest place ever. Yeah? But it's, right. it, I imagine it to be terrifying and there's really no way out. Right. It just is a mass expanse that goes on forever of marshland and crazy animals. Especially when uh, not for me, man. Especially <laughs> when, when when Russ Cole is pointing a uh, yeah Glock at your face. You want to yeah. get out of there with gloves on. I mean, with he gloves, means, he means business. We, we've established that when the gloves come on in this yes, show, it's bad stuff's gonna happen. It's true. <laughs> Bad stuff's gonna we're happen. not going to leave any marks on us, and, and we're not going to leave any stuff behind on you. And what did children say? Like, I, you know, I'll have Boss Cracker splitting your ass in Angola. Yep. yep. <laughs> that was that's something. I don't know. That's a great. That's a great line. That's a great line. Yes. I, I don't think it has to do with hitting him in the buttock. No. I don't think so. <laughs> no. I, I got a different vibe. And, and Angola is not a pleasant place. No, it doesn't sound like a pleasant place. No. I don't want to go to there. I, I, I do not want to go to there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that happens. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to see how that's resolved next week. And I mean, we'll, we'll maybe get that to predictions, but I mean, you know, uh, well, hopefully he'll be forthcoming with a gun to his head and not have to get the shit kicked out. I don't know. This runs deep this yeah. is this this is multi-generational and yeah once you once again once you like the only person that can fire a sheriff is the governor uh-huh. so once you pull a, a gun on a sheriff you are committed so like what like yeah like they have to kill him i mean or tie him up i mean what happened like tie him yeah. up permanently this is i don't know like and they can't really kill him so what happened they like they, they get all the info out of him and then they let him go 
to do what? Like this is I don't know what happens here. How I, don't, this, how, I don't see it. How does the boat end? I don't see how he gets out of this one. I don't. Or unless you just throw him overboard and leave him to the alligators. Or okay, maybe Crocodiles. just tie him up. I don't know. Whatever's down there. Chompy things. Chompy yes. things. Y'all got some chompy things? Chompy things. It also, it also um, sort of depends on his level of involvement in this because, as you see, both these men have zero tolerance from anyone who's involved in this thing, even minorly or, or majorly. So. No doubt. Well, he's a childress. We've right. learned this. And so is the man with the scars. He's a childress. Right. So this is, this is as, as bad as it gets. This is the family. Which brings us to uh, the final sequence. Um, your guys, your guys came out. I, they were your guys, I, 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 was, I was watching. I was like, Joe is so excited. They been waiting for them to get out of the office all year. You know what? That they, they, was a great little exchange. They, they, had, a, they had a very, uh, you know, Marty and Russ uh, level exchange in the car about sort of you know, driving around <laughs> directions and there's nothing out here. That was really great. You know, so that, that was cool. Uh, so they did stop for directions. They're looking for the church. Mm-hmm. And who do they see? They see the, 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 the spaghetti man. The spaghetti man. Yellow king. Now, no green ears, but you know, when you're driving a lawnmower like that, a lot of times they wear the big ooh, green ooh, the ear things like these, only green. Oh, yeah. That Julia chick's pretty smart. Yeah. Once every five years for me. Boom. <laughs> right. You're like double smarter than me. <laughs> I didn't like, so I didn't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was, I paused. I didn't see, was he scarred up? Yeah, he was yeah, scarred up. Yeah, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. In my be. head, I'm like, it's, he's like really, really scarred up. But he's, Well, I mean, according to the spaghetti face. Right. Drawing, I'm like, I he ain't got no spaghetti face. <laughs> well, you know, you think about it. If you're a little kid, he's huge, right? Yeah. If you're a little kid, he's enormous. And if you, and if you see that kind of scarring like that, if you're a little—that's that's that's what a the lot. children always remember. That's what Toby remembered. That's what uh, uh, Kelly in the hospital remembered. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they remembered, not just as a child, but at that church. I mean, he's had three references to the man with the scars. Yes. So this—it's this, memorable. So this episode sort of ended the way uh, episode three ended, where you have you know the look, the, the look at the monster. Like you see that, that last shot and you see the monster. You see Ledoux and the tidy whities and the gas mask doing the fuck you walk. And now we see, you know, the man with the scars, the spaghetti face, doing the F-U mo, I guess is what he's doing. And the <laughs> Right, listen, this next scene I want you to mow, but I want you to mow with like some real dark attitude. Can it's you like do that? Got, yeah. I got it. We'll call it the FU mow. The FU mow. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's but, funny. but you made a good point, Julia. He is, what is he, what he's going in? He's a, going in a circle. The reference, the theme of the circle keeps on coming out, not only throughout this entire, uh, this entire season, but through this episode a lot. They make a lot of reference to it. Time is a flat circle, the circle of violence and degradation. Yes. Um, the spiral. The yes. spiral symbol, uh, the yes. ever expanding circular fuck up, he yes. says. Yes. Part of my yes. language, but he said right. it. It's a direct quote. Yep. And now we have, fine. and now we have, uh, Bernie face guy. Scarface guy. Bernie face? Spaghetti Bernie face. <laughs> Bernie face. Mo, mo, what, what did we decide? Mo, uh, mowing with? F-U-Mo. 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 Bernie mo. face did an F-U-Mo. Just mowing in a nice circle. Nice yes. spiral, maybe. I don't know. I it, don't know. I agree. I, I I saw at the end of that when it was pulling, cameras pulling back. I was like, "Oh it's shit!" It's a circle. Of course, yeah. it's a circle. And then it, when it pulled back further, that shot. I mean, was that was that the tree to the to the left? Was that the tree of souls? I don't know. I don't think uh, no. Because I didn't feel like it. I thought that was the one that that she was at. That's, yeah, that's tree. right. That's a different tree that that um that Dora Lang was at. Right. But uh, you know, a great pull out, a great shot, and um, you know, I mean, episode eight. It's all going down now. Episode eight is a huge, huge secret um, because a lot of a lot of critics, a lot of friends of mine, 
who had seen, like, they, they, you know, they released the first four, so a lot of people who've seen the first four, and they're like, ah, yeah, this thing is great, or this thing sucks, whatever it is, and then they release the next three, and then people have seen them, but no one has gotten episode eight. So are we all going to lose our shit? Are we all going to go mad? Well, are we I, all going to have some car codes? I don't know. There's a lot go... of, like, when, you, when your friends are, like, a lot of writers and critics Yeah, and you, stuff, you're used to feeling that inside track. You know, and, they, and they do a lot of, like, and, and, and I try, I don't watch this stuff. Like, even if I get it, I try not to watch it, like, because I kind of want to watch it with, with, the, with the folks. But, like, you get this sort of, like, yeah, I've seen the first six. It's cool. Sorry. I've seen the first two. I've seen the first eight. Whatever it is. But what's really cool about this is no one's seen this one. So we're all going to be watching it together. <laughs> and the fact that they won't release it, didn't release it, makes it all that much more like oh shit <laughs> right to, to, you know what i'm gonna go ahead and second your all shit yes oh <laughs> shit well um i don't know anything else anything we miss you know before we get... i'm certain of it oh of course uh, we, we missed a thousand things i'm sure no uh, question i'm sure the internet will let us know um, the, exactly. they, they will light yes. us up yes. the, uh, oh, we, we, we missed the uh inside of the shed there in in, in the storage shed we had the the, the circular symbol on the yes. uh, on the inside of the uh, of the wall right um what else? Oh, something miss? I saw on the interwebs. Oh. Um, someone noticed that one of the paintings in uh, in Maggie's house may have had black stars. Oh, black stars. Carcosa. I'm yes. reading Which that book, and that book is prediction. messing with me. The King in Yellow. I'm miss- I, yeah. Well, yes. Well, don't do it. Uh, well, don't I'm go mad. It. I'm in it. All right. I'm in it. Well, okay. Just letting you know. Don't go mad. Um, it's already happened. Thank you all of us. I should remind you. Thank you all of us for joining us here and downloading us on iTunes. Uh, you've consistently made us the number one show here after Buzz. We've been number one for the seven, well, six of the seven weeks that we've been on, and we really, really appreciate it. Um, we also appreciate all your comments on iTunes as well and continue to rate us. Um, and, you know, we have our, we have our uh, loyal, loyal fans, and we have our new fans, and we have our detractors. And you know what? We love you all. Thank you for downloading Cityway. <laughs> I appreciate all your comments and all all of our YouTubers who are who also listen and, and follow us from show to show, and also all the new people that listen to us. We appreciate you too. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. And um, that's it. Let's jump into some predictions. Do it. I got one. I got one. You got one. Oh, you got a good one. Now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Well, the, for the first time in. in 18 months, Julia <laughs> has come out and said, I got one. I actually have one. So I'm ready to hear this prediction. <laughs> no, I'm panicking. <laughs> don't panic. No, I don't want to say it out loud. Okay. You um, must. Okay. Um, I predict that Marty's daughter, Audrey, mm-hmm. the sort of effed up one, oh, who's no. on and off her meds, oh, I think no. there's a reason that she's effed up. I think she has been sexually abused and is part of this ring somehow. Oh, no. Um, because if you remember, if we go back a little bit, they had the the naked Barbie surrounded by the five other four other dolls. They had the drawings that she did, and now she's all effed up. And I think that it will really tie into Maggie's family with the rich father. Oh no! Ooh, ooh, you're good. So I think she's been sexually abused probably at the hands of the father who is her grandfather who will be involved with this whole total. Do you know, do you know that you used to be the worst predictioner ever and now your prediction, you're like winning predictions every week. Yes. And I don't even know if they're coming true. I have no idea because I don't remember them a week later, (laughs) but they are fantastic. Um, um, thank you. you. You're welcome. (laughs) All right. Here's my predictions. I think the guys are not going to make it out of this one way or another. Um, 
I think that Eddie Tuttle is not going to go down. He's a state. He's the state center. He's not going to go down. Um, they may get the lawnmower guy, but I think the end of this is going to be very much like um, uh, there's hiccups and we, we, you know, occasionally some some things happen, but we don't lose. Uh, and we've been running this a long time. We're going to keep running it. Right. Uh, I think it's evident that these guys. Well, I don't. I think these guys aren't going to make it out. I think the, the the question is, how are they not going to make it out? And I think that, like, I like your prediction about it's something related to the family. But I can only think that, um, you know, it'll be Hart will see something again that he just can't abide, and then that what's that's gonna. You know, at a certain point, that you, you you reach a point of no return. So they're going to start. This only ends in death. Whoever, whoever's at the end of this, whether, you know, from not, not just Spaghetti Man, but I'm talking about the people who are in the family who are pulling the strings of Spaghetti Man, no pun intended again, uh, they're, they all will probably die and probably all die by the hands of, of, of Hart and Cole. And, uh, I think the ensuing, you know, whatever happens after that gunfighter during that gunfighter during that melee will result in their death. I don't know if that's an accurate prediction. That's what I just said. Death oh. everywhere. I just said that. The people guys are going to die. die. People gonna die. People gonna die. He did. <laughs> we done? What do you call a black... No, I'm <laughs> What do you call an Italian... I got nothing. Yes, we're done. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us uh, for the After Buzz After Show True Detective Episode 7 After You Gone. Um, we will have one to go. One big one. So we'll, we'll, we'll be there for next week. And thank you for joining us. Where can we find you, Oh, Joe oh, oh. I screwed up. Where can we find you, Joseph Braswell? <laughs> Thank you. You can find me on the Twitters and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell. And where can we find you, Joe? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Filippo, J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O. And on the uh, interwebs, my website is josephsanfilippo.com. And Ms. Julia Kearley, where can we find you? On Twitter and Instagram with my name, Julia Kearley, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And then here at AfterBuzz for many, many things. Yes. Uh, I mean it now. Thanks for joining us. We'll yeah. see you next week. Woo! <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Oh. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.